happy fraternal greetings and good wishes to all the brothers and the sisters in a very pleasant morning we are gathered here to know ourselves man is required to know himself as much as he knows himself he also knows the universe he also knows the master of the universe who is called ishvara he is also called antaryami because he moves in all that is in creation and because of him everything moves therefore he is antaryami he is the indweller of the whole creation that's why he is called vasudeva he is the master he is the ishvara and he is beyond the creation also therefore he is mahiryami so the master of the universe is within the creation and he is beyond the creation as well that is the sadashangula he manifests in the tenfold creation and is atikramata meaning he stands above that which is created by him so this is the master of whom we are a replica each one of us as human see the replica of that master samevam so jiva loke devo jiva sanatana darshanam in the 15th chapter of bhagavad gita the last says you are all my expressions you are all my means including me that that you are all my expressions i am is the name of god i am is also the name of man the lord says i am and the son of god who is the son of man also says i am because we come from the same chip we are the chip of the same block therefore we are as much as him and once we know how we are an expression of the divinity we also find how divinity expresses itself as all this universe he expressed this universe and and enter into it he has expressed and enter into it and he has expressed is called brahmanaspati in hindi he is the one who expresses the whole creation just like we express we have to express this yogada society it was not there మాట్లాడి వాళ్ళకి కూర్చో తప్పుడు అవుతూ ఉంటాయి మరి అవన్నీ మనం శాసించలేదు 
because he enters and respects it, he is called Vasudeva. He expresses the whole thing, therefore he is called Brahmanaspati. He is the one who expresses and he enters into it, he conducts it and he also withdraws it into himself. Such is the beauty of the Lord, he expresses. He enters into it and then he can withdraw the whole thing into him. Sustisthiti Naya. He can conduct Purodhana and also Tirodhana. And he can allow it to grow, he can allow it to retreat. That's why he is called a master. We have also been a part of him and we are expressed by him as his own Amsha. Amsha. Or you can say as his own ray of light. We carry in us the same potential as the Lord Himself. Just like in the sun, there is the same potential as the Father. It is the Father who expresses as Son. It is from the Father, the, through the spermatozoa, the Son enters into the womb of the Mother and then Jesus' body there. For seven months in the womb, later comes out and builds the body. So he is also expressed, he is expressed from the father as the son. And the mother represents the nature through whom he gains. All that which is to be gained as a form with this related potentiality. Therefore, we should first know that we, the sons of men, are no other than the sons of God. The sons of men, and we are no other than the sons of God. In the sense, essentially we are divine. <coughs> essentially we are divine. That's what I was saying yesterday, that we are essentially units of pulsating consciousness. Pandanatmaka Chaitanya Sarupas. Each one of us is Pandanatmaka Chaitanya Sarupas. And that's why we are called Hamsasvarupas, which is Pandana, the pulsating principle. It always says the sound Soham, Soham, Soham. If you listen to the inhalation, you can listen to the sound So. When you listen to the exhalation, you listen to the sound Ham. So Soham is the sound that happens, a double sound, and the one that makes the sound is called Hamsa. That's why we are called Hamsa Sarupas and at the, at the heart. When you relate, you tend to realize that you are a Hamsa. Later you can further transform into Raja Hamsa and Parama Hamsa. But essentially we are all Hamsa Sarupas, meaning pulsating principles of awareness. This pulsating principle of awareness is the basis for all our activity in the objectivity and, object, and activity in the subjectivity. For objective activity we have mind, senses and body. For subjective activity we have the ability to think, to contemplate, to try to know and try to relate. All this is possible only because we are there as a pulsating principle. 
So essentially the, the core of our being is what we call the pulsating principle. That's what we are. We are no other than our pulsating principle. It's an awareness that keeps pulsating. So is the case with the divinity. The divinity also pulsates. It is also a pulsating principle. The space pulsates, that's how it is said. The breath of the Lord, with His exhalation, the whole creation comes out. With His inhalation, the whole creation gets back. As He exhales, the universe comes out. And then He holds it. The creation stays. As He inhales, the creation gets back to Himself. And He is also a breathing principle. So universal breath, which is measured in terms of the yugas, kalpas, manvantaras, and then the day of a Brahma, the night of a Brahma, and the span of a Brahma. One span of Brahma is but one pulsation of the Lord, <coughs> meaning one exhalation and one inhalation. That's how one creation happens. So in whatever is true with us is also true with it, with the universe, with the divine with the master of the universe, because we are made in likeness to him. In likeness to him. As he is, so he made us. Just like every father would like his son to be as much as himself, if not more. Isn't it? No father would like that his son remains just a daughter, or a, a brainless fellow, an incompetent fellow, a failure. He would not like it to be. He would like his son to be as much as himself. That is what the master said. When he has himself revealed as Brahman, master said, So he said, my, my work is to ensure that each one of you who relate to me also experience yourself as Brahman, meaning the absolute one from whom the whole universe expresses, remains forever and returns. So this process is with us, while it is also with the universal master. That's why we say we are a replica of the universal master. The jiva is but a replica of the deva. The difference is only in dimension, but not in its quality. In but not in its essence. The essence in the ocean is the same as the essence in the wave. In the wave, there is the water. In the ocean, there is the water. It is Nara. Nara. Nara means water. The quality of water in the wave and the quality of the water in the ocean is just the same. There are the, by virtue of the ocean becoming wave, it gains certain different qualities. Certain different, due to different states, but essentially it is ocean. So also essentially we are divine. And that divinity in us can be recollected when we relate to the pulsating principle in us. It is the pulsating principle which enables us to realize that we are hamsas varupas and we keep on doing this centripetal, centrifugal, centripetal, centrifugal activity. That is called hamsa. Because it does the sound so hum. 
Soham, Soham, Soham. This pulsation is the basis for respiration, which functions as inhalation and exhalation. Inhalation and exhalation. This has to be very strongly established as that I am not what the world defines me as. The world defines me that I am a male, but I am a pulsating principle. The lady also pulsates, isn't it? The world defines that I am such and such and of such and such a nationality and of such and such a state and such and such a caste and I have such and such and such a name. These are all attributes that we have gathered around it. Attributes that are gathered around it, but essentially I am a pulsating principle. So you are, so is every being. So is everything. This pulsating principle descends from the universal pulsating principle whom we call the Master. Vishwatma and Vishwa Chaitanya, Vishwa Prana, like that we say. All those names you listen in Vishnu Sahasnama or Rudranamakam, everywhere you find those terms. From that hole, we descend through a triangle called will, knowledge and action or ichha, jnana, kriya. The difference between a being and a master, the difference between a jiva and deva is the jiva is bound by the triangular activity. That is the will, the knowledge and activity. We keep on, we are driven by some thought. All the time we are driven by thought. The Deva is beyond that. That's why when we speak of the Mother, Divine Mother or Divine Father, we speak of them as Gunatitas. The, the Master is Gunatitas. The, the God is Gunatitas. The Mother is Gunatitas. Gunatitas, Sarvatitas, like that we chant when we do like that, Asrava. All that is beyond the three qualities and three gunas is divine. And when it is enters into through the three qualities, then it is guided by the three qualities. It is no more as free as it is when it was beyond. To give you an example, this Yogada Society building was not there a few decades ago. Isn't it? See? This Yogada Society building was not there a few years ago. Now that there is a building that is built here, what happened? There is a space within the building and space outside the building. The space outside the building is unbound. The space inside the building is bound for certain activity. Isn't it? We cannot use this as a, a visible market, can we? We cannot use it for any business activity. We cannot run a hotel here or a restaurant here. Isn't it? By preparing Yogana society, by building the structure, the activity is defined. The activity is defined here. 
If we do any other, anything other than prayers, meditations and teachings, they don't let us get, get in here. Do they? They don't. Just like, but before this is built, it's an open space. Isn't it? It is conditioned for a purpose. It is conditioned. A group of people thought, let us have a place for yoga activity, so they conceived a structure in their mind. Isn't it? It is the, an impulse, the will. It happens. Let's have a building for yoga society. It comes as a, as the will. Then they know how, how to build it. What resources you need, they know how. And the activity of building it. So that's how we have the will, the knowledge and activity resulting in this building. And in this building, we can only do certain defined activity. Likewise in the universe, likewise in the universe which is built within the space, within the space the universe is built and within the universe there is space again. There is space within, there is space beyond. The space within is defined by the three qualities presented over by three murtis. Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwara, we call them as Kriya Shakti is called Brahma, Chaturmukha Brahma, Jnana Shakti is called Vishnu, and Sankalpa Shakti or Ichha Shakti is called Shiva. So Shiva is the Ichha Shakti, Vishnu is Jnana Shakti, and Chaturmukha Brahma, the Creator, is Kriya Shakti. These are the three which form the essential triangle the primary triangle through which beings are made to enter into the universe. We are all made to enter into this creation with this Ichha Jnana Kriya triangle. Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwara, Vaisak. Kriya is Brahma, Jnana is Vishnu, Ichha is Shiva. So to function here within the creation, it has to be functioned according to it. A defined method. You cannot function as you like. Just like in this building, you cannot function as you like. Likewise, we have built a house. In that house, before building the house, the shall one space. But then you divide it into bathrooms, bedrooms, kitchen, dining, drawing, and so on. So then, once you build like that, the activity is defined. You cannot do kitchen activity in the bathroom. And you cannot do bathroom activity in the kitchen. And in the drawing room, you cannot do bedroom activity. Or in the bedroom, you cannot do drawing activity because we have defined for your own convenience. So in creation, there are defined purposes. But why do we build a yoga society to, to derive the experience of yoga? Why do we build a house to derive the experience of being in a house? To comfortably live in a house, to live in a with happiness. We build a house. So there are rules relating to it. This is what we call, there is a purpose in building things. There is a purpose in, in building the creation. 
वाट फॉर इज द्रिएशन मेड द्रिएशन इज मेड फॉर दायफुल एक्सपीरियंस ऑफ द बींग्स जायफुल एक्सपीरियंस फॉर बींग्स टू बी टू एक्सपीरियंस द जॉय टू एक्सपीरियंस द ब्लिस टू एक्सपीरियंस हैपीनेस द्रिएशन इज बिल्ड एंड दैट हैपीनेस जॉय और ब्लिस cannot be experienced unless we know the very purpose of being there if we do other things here we would be sent away or we would be kicked out isn't it and if we do not if we resist we will be the police will come and take care of us isn't it? that was not intended when we do not when we do not attend to the intended activity we walk into problems we walk into problems if we get into the intended activity then we experience that's why unless we know the will of god because it is he who sent us here just like parents the mother father they think of best of the things for children you know they think of the best of the children, things for the children so they 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 make available certain facilities they make available certain facilities for 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 the children to appropriately relate to them and enjoy them so they need to appropriately relate otherwise they don't enjoy for for the vacation if the father decides to bring a carrom board to the house because there are four children they can be meaningfully engaged with a carrom board so the carrom board is there there is a, there are rules relating to how to play the caroms and then the four children gather around it they can either play caroms and have the joy of it or they may not follow what is intended through the carrom board and get into quarrels so then Why do they get into quarrels instead of being playful? It's because they do not know the very purpose for which it is. The very purpose for which the father brought them a carrom board. The very purpose for which the father buys a motorbike for his child. You know, as he grows, the father gives a motorbike for his child so that he can go to the junior college or college and come back. But if the child uses the motorcycle, removing the silencer, making noise all over the city, and then going here and there, going to restaurants, coming back late, and going to Bhuvaneshwar and coming back, that's not the intention for which the father has given it, isn't it? So the whole game is not well played by the beings because they do not know the intent of the father. we say in our morning prayers from the from the center where the will of god is known let purpose guide the little wills of men <coughs> our will has to be in tune with the will of god kartavyam daivam aasmikam darsha hoyte sausalya supraja rama purva sandhya pravartate uttishta narata dula Kartavyam daivam aasmikam let the will of God prevail throughout the day because we are awakened. Before we are awakened, there is no problem, you know. 
But we cannot always be in sleep because sleep is no experience. Sleep is not an experience. Because you don't even have the awareness that you are living. You don't have the awareness that you are there. So being aware is important and being and being blissful is the purpose of being in the creation. That's why our entry into the creation, let me get back to the point, is through this triangular energy which is called Trimurti Tattva or Trigunatmaka Tattva. <coughs> we enter. So if the very entry is wrong, then the whole game is wrong. Isn't it? That's why we say, I came out of the bed with the wrong foot. As, as people, that day if it doesn't go well, what they say, I have stepped down with the wrong foot. The Ayurveda suggests that as you wake up, sit on the bed and say, which nostril is fracturing actually. Even if you don't have cold as I have now, <laughs> The two nostrils do not function with the same effectiveness all the time, except for a yogi. Except for a yogi, sometimes the right nostril is active, sometimes the left nostril is active. If your left nostril is active, step down, setting your left foot first. If your right nostril is active, set, set your right foot first before you get into activity. This is how the, the men of wisdom conceived Western means to, to make a right beginning. Because anything begun in order is half done. If the very beginning is in confusion, the whole day is in confusion. Isn't it? That is the reason why as we wake up in the morning, the first thing we do is pray. So that things fall in order in us. Prayer is to ensure that we fall into the order. In the sense that we experience the will of God in us. That is why we chant Gayatri, Dhyaha, Yonaha, Prachodayat, meaning let, let our wills be elected by the divinity. We should listen to the Father and do what is said by the Father. That's why we also say, Nakkala Gayatri, Master. He is the universal master. 
to relate to the universal master, to align with him, master Devi, master and then master Riki help us. Their work is to see that we fall in alignment because they are already in alignment. We call a master of wisdom, master Riki, master and then master Siddhi, Paramahamsa Yogananda, Hikteshwar Yuri, Lahari Mahasai, so many names and there Master Maurya, Master Kutumi, Lord Maitreya, so many we call the masters or gurus. These are the ones they have realized the will of God. <coughs> they realize the will of God and they function in tune with the will of God. If you function in tune with the will of God, many splendorous things happen to you to experience and also to share with the surroundings. When you are not, when your will is not in tune with the will of God, you fall into wrong line. Just like as we leave from Vishayapatnam, if the train goes into a loop line, we don't reach Bharampur. <laughs> or if we take a wrong road, we may go to Vijayanagaram, Salu, Parvati, Puram, etc. and get into Parastha, Varistha, but not Bharampur. Isn't it? There is the alignment that is related that you make the right act, right movement. The will has to be in tune with the divine will. Then only as you enter into creation, you experience the very purpose of the creation. The very purpose of the creation is said to be Ananda. Ananda. The children are required to experience the joy and the parents therefore function for it. So also the Divine Mother and the Divine Father, they prepared a body for us. The Divine Mother with the help of the Divine Father prepared a body for us. And in that there are three gunas, that is the first entry we make as we wake up in the morning. So, when you make entry, before you make an entry, you should know what are you to do. That's why, as you wake up, you know, I am, isn't it? Before that, you do not know I am. There is, there is an emergence of awareness from existence. It's like a dawn that happens. That's why, in the morning as we wake up, we are as fresh as dawn. If you wake up with a good sleep, after a good sleep, you wake up very fresh. If you don't have good sleep, and, and, and if you don't have adequate sleep, when you wake up, your face looks very sick. And it doesn't smile. Isn't it? It is very heavy. Why? Because there was not enough sleep. And whatever sleep we had, it was not a complete sleep. Therefore, you are not fresh. But you see how the morning dawn is in the east. It's so very beautiful, so very fresh. The dawn is a magic that happens every morning. And if you can relate to the dawn, you also gain that magic. Because it is an awakening for that locality. It's not for the entire globe. Because the awakening as it happens here, is different from the awakening that happened already in Japan and that happened already in Australia. And that will happen in Middle East or Europe or America. 
So therefore, each one has his own dawn. As you wake up, it's an emergence. That's why you are called dawn. Who am I? You are the dawn. Meaning, you are fresh with your awareness. Then, what am I to do? What am I to do? If you don't know what you have to do, you do other things and get into Get fixed, get imprisoned. We, we do not know how to behave in a town or a city. The police will come and take care of us, isn't it? So that's why we need to know the will of God. That is the reason why in the, when, they, when they do Rudra Abhisheka, they say, Tanmeya Manasthiva Sankalpa Vastu. Tanmeya Manasthiva Sankalpa Vastu. Tanmeya Manasthiva Sankalpa Vastu. People chant all those twenty-seven hymns about Tanme Manasthivasankalpamasu, not knowing the very purpose why it is being sung. We have only the pride of knowing the text of Manasthivasankalpas. Likewise, we chant Gayatri only for the pride of it that I do Gayatri. I do ten times, I do hundred times, I do thousand times every day like that. What is what if, what if if you do thousand times or ten thousand times Gayatri, unless your will is aligned with the will of the Divine. If the will of the Divine is not aligned with the will that you carry, the little will, then you are out of heart. So therefore as we wake up, firstly we get into this triangle of will, knowledge and activity. In this will, knowledge and activity, the foremost one is will. The foremost one is will. Because only when there is will, then you gain the related knowledge and then plunge into activity. If you don't know what to do, you you are doing any other thing, then you are out of order. Even if you know what to do, if you don't know how to do it, you fall into out, you get, you get into out of order. People may be knowing what they have to do. I mean, I know that I am to come here, give, deliver a talk, but if I don't know what to say, I have will, okay, it is the will of God that I shall deliver a talk. So I come here to fulfill that will, but what to deliver? Knowledge. Knowledge. Or later, if we, someone is to if they are doing this recording, if they do not know how to record knowledge, without knowledge they cannot record. Without knowledge I cannot deliver any task with you. So I should have the knowledge and then get into action. This is how it is, Icha Jnana Kriya, Icha Jnana Kriya, Icha Jnana Kriya. So each time you are into action, you will sound. It has to be in tune with the will of God. And then it should necessarily carry the knowledge relating to that will and then the ability to act. People may know what to do, people may know how to do, but if they are not able to do, then nothing else. 
I will to have a cup of coffee. I also know how to prepare coffee, but I but I cannot prepare coffee. Why? Then why you don't have coffee? I I have will to prepare coffee. I don't know how to prepare coffee, but yet I prepare coffee. Then it's not coffee. So these three are together. It enables us to experience. It's Ajnana Kriya. When they are in right order, they cause an inner experience. If not, you don't get the experience. This is the first triangle into which every day morning we enter into. We enter into. So this happens to us daily. From where do we come in? So you sleep from father, mother. From the the father, mother is called God in all theologies. In all theologies, all over the world. The divine or God is called male, female. He is Abhinavishwar Tattva. He is neither male nor female. He is both. That's why we call him Daivam, divinity. It is not he. It is not she. It is both. All the time they are inseparable. So from that state you are awakened in the morning by. The mother and you have come to be knowing yourself. I am. Before that, you don't know that you are existing. So in that state, the next step is to get into this triangle. After you get into this triangle, then you get into a pentagram, a a, a five-pointed machine. That is what the human body is. We have first we make entry through the triangle of Ichagyanakriya or Brahma Vishnu Maheshwara. Beyond Brahma Vishnu Maheshwara, it is Parabrahma. Para, Para Shakti, Parabrahma, Paratattva, Narayana, Paramasiva, all that is Para, Para means beyond the triangle. When it is beyond the triangle, it is called Para, 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 Parandhama. Param Brahmam, Para Paramashiva, Narayana, like that we call. Whenever you add Para, it is beyond the three qualities. That Para, we are with it, and from there we enter through this triangle, then we become an indi- a, a separate entity. Just like as I said, the space beyond this building is just one space. And it is seemingly a different space within the building, isn't it? There is space within the building, there is space outside the building. The space inside the building has a purpose. The space outside the building is open for anything, isn't it? The Yoga society cannot tell us what we should do once we are out of this building, isn't it? Only when we are in this building, there are certain defined purposes. So also when we enter into this triangle, the purpose is decided. Before that, you are just free. That is the state of samadhi. What we call samadhi is that state where you are... There is no will to do and therefore there is no need for knowledge and there is no action. That's the state of samadhi. We see many great beings getting into samadhi, meaning 
they have nothing to do anymore with the creation. They are blissfully with the father, mother, who we call God, Ardhanari, Shiva Shakti, or Lakshmi Narayana, whatever we call it. That is the that's why we say reaching the reaching Vaikuntha, reaching Kailash, or reaching what you call Sri Kaivalya Padambu Jerutasana, meaning Kevala means there is nothing else only the father mother. In Bhagavata they say reaching that Parama Pada, the beyond, is what is considered. In a state where we have no more successes, we are in blissful association with the universal consciousness and universal existence. But every morning, since as long as you are in this body, you will enter into the triangle. It's not, it's not that you only enter into the triangle. After entering into the triangle, you enter into a pentagram. Pentagram, we call it a five-fold. From triangle to a a, a five-pointed star, we call it. Five-pointed star, panchara. What is that panchara? That is the body which consists of five actions of, absence of action. That is two legs, two hands, and one excretory, to excrete solids, and another to excrete liquids. And then the speech, these are the five karmendriyas. Yes, we enter into this five karmendriyas for action. And these are guard, guarded by five jnanendriyas like the ear, the eye, the nose, the, the nose, and then the taste and the touch, these five. They are also five. And we experience hearing, seeing, Tasting, touching, because it's the five senses. Five senses, five organs of action, five organs of senses, five sensations, and five elements, meaning Akasha, Vayu, Agni, Jala, Arapas, and Pudhi. These are the five. So five, 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 there are four sets of five that make this body. Four sets of five. There are five elements in the body. Akasha is there. Vayu is there. Agni is there in the body. As the heat in the body. Water is there in the body. Matter is there in the body. Five, five elements. Then there are five limbs. To enable to walk, there are legs. To enable to do things, there are hands. To enable to fulfill what you wish to do, there is speech. And to digest whatever is taken as food, there is urination and defecation. That is five. So all is five, five elements, five sense organs, five, five organs of action, and five sensations. This all is five, 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 five is occupied by you as a pulsating principle. Then what happens, your pulsation also details into five pulsations. It is only one pulsation that details into five pulsations once you enter through the triangle into this pentagram. Panchara. That's why 
everywhere we make this five point star we also make triangles all as yantras this deha this human body is an yantra where in the very first step you enter the triangle later enter into this pentagram pentagram so like this you make one entry from the universal consciousness mother father state to be an individual you become an individual when you are through this triangle through this triangle it's like if you make uh, some batter of wheat flour go through pindi then you make one chapati out of it it is separate already from the from the main batter of flour isn't it it is it already gained a separate entity it is no more the batter those who pindi the flour that you mix up and make it into a batter you take a small part and make it into a chapati you make it take another small part and you may make it a puri you can take some other part and make it into some other dish dish and when it is one then from out of it through this triangle it has now become a separate one that's why vishwatma as it enters through this triangle it becomes a pratyekatma pratyekatma that's how you have the name it has become it has separated from the whole through this triangle and then this separated one enters into this five fold body Five-fold world. So the that which is one has become two now. Deva through the triangle has become Jiva, and Jiva has his own light because he comes. He has the same light as that of the Deva, but it is a limited light as compared to compared to the universal light. the universal light becomes an individual light so it has a limited light unlike when it was with the whole when it is outside it is more light isn't it without this building there is more light outside with the building there is still light in the building but not as much light as it is with beyond this building like that we too carry some light that is what we call our buddhi Because we don't know about ourselves, we vaguely keep doing some prayers, and we think we are evolving. We live, we live in a kind of huge illusion for lives and lives and lives and lives, not knowing what we are and how we every day manifest and how we every day we de-manifest. So what is happening? The, the whole became one, and one has gained his light is also reduced light. Now it's a limited light. the light in this hall of yogada society is much less to the light that prevails outside this building isn't it so limited light it is your buddhi you are a pratyekatma and you have your buddhi this pratyekatma is also called ahankara ahankara means it has become one from the whole it has become one and it has limited light it is it has descended from the whole as one therefore it is also called sankarsana sankarsana means descended we use all these names not knowing what they are 
Sankarsana means that which has descended. Vasudeva Sankarsana. Then we have the buddhi, the limited light which is called Prajyumna. So with this limited light you enter into the five-fold machine which is called the body. When you enter into the it is further your light is further reduced and you are more constricted now. One entry of constriction is the triangle. Another entry of constriction is when you enter into this pentagram. Five-fold body. Then it becomes aniruddha, meaning the whole light has become into a single light, single light again the limited single unit, it became limited light. This limited light when it entered into mind it became further limited at the mind level, it is called Aniruddha Chitta. So that's how we have four states of coming down. <coughs> the, the master of the universe has become an individual and then he gained a limited light and then as they entered into the, the five-fold system, it has become still limited. That's why we say Aniruddha's father is Prajyamna, Prajyamna's father is Krishna, Krishna's father is Narayana, like that. We keep on saying there are, let us not get into stories, understand ourselves much. Understanding ourselves is much more important than understanding all the stories coming from Puranas. They only confuse you unless you know yourself. Once you know yourself, you know yourself, we can relate to these Puranas in an excellent way. Otherwise, we cannot. That's what Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, I initiated Sun God, Sun initiated Manu, Manu initiated Ishwaku. Like that he says forth. I initiated Sun God. So I am there, Sun God is there. Then Sun initiated Manu, Manu initiated Ishwaku forth, therefore. That's why I was speaking to you about fourfold existence. The four in us is there is the master in us in Sahasrara. In the Sahasrara there is the master in us and he flows through the whole system up to your Muladhara in the core of your being called Sushumna. He permeates. That's the master. Then his expression through the triangle makes you as an individual, as the second step. Then you have limited comprehension as the third step. But when you enter into the mind to function in the objectivity, you are still further limited. That's why in four, in three steps you get limited successively and more and more limited. To inform this only in Ramayana, Ramayana they say that one Amruta Kalasha was received by Dasaradha when he did Putra Kamesti Yajna. He did Putra Kamesti. And then the Devas are pleased and a, 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 a beautiful pot with the, 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 the liquid which would enable formation of beings was handed over. From this, 50% was given to Kausalya. Isn't it? Then from out of the other fifty, again fifty percent is given to Kaike. Then about the remaining twenty-five uh, is equally distributed two times to Sumitra. That's how it is. So what happens? Fifty, twenty-five, twelve and a half, twelve and a half like this. 
When compared to the state of mind, the state of buddhi is twice illumined. When compared to the state of buddhi, the, the jiva's life is twice illumined. And from him to deva, it is twice illumined. So every time it is half, 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 half. In your house also, if you see, the, room, the light that you get in the frontal part of the house is more. The light you get into the bathrooms is less, isn't it? There are some rooms which are almost dark, where you have to put on light even during the daytime. So, this structure is made in such a fashion that Ishwara steps down as Jiva, Jiva steps down into Buddhi and further steps down into Manas. And with the help of Manas, he relates to the objective world with the help of the five senses and, and the five organs of action, and it is supported by the five pulsations. And the whole body is made by five elements. So there is a, the machine is of five, and you are guided by the three, and beyond the three is the divinity in you. That's why Sahasrara, you have, it is said that you have the divinity. From there you step down, through the triangle into forehead. And from there you further step down to heart to stay at buddhic plane. Then you further step down to solar plexus to relate to the world. So from Sahasrara to Ajna, Ajna to Anahata, Anahata to solar plexus, you step down every morning. And in the night, since you do not know how to return, the nature causes the return of you to your original state of being. You do not know how to return. <laughs> Therefore, sleep is given. But if you know how to return, you can get back yourself. From the five, you can get to three. From three, you can go beyond. That's how the whole theme is explained in yoga and in Bhagavad Gita. And the same thing, same theme is explained in different ways and different scriptures. That's why we say these three and five together as astaprakritis. Astaprakritis. The three and the five together are called astaprakritis into which you get in. Since you get in, you are called purusha, meaning you are entering into a pura. You are entering into a pura every morning as you wake up from sleep. And you stay in it. That's why you are called putastha. Putastha means the one who is stabilized in the form. Putastha. We go so much deep down into the form that we are up to Muladhara and there we are stuck. We don't know how to get back. When you are exceedingly relating only to matter and nothing else, the whole life is nothing but gaining properties, gaining money, together. Gaining some material benefits, the whole life is fantastic. Apulu, 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 And then gaining some contact with the material world, trying to be showing in the material world. All this is nothing but being in the tip of the tail of Muladhar. Just that. You know, deep down in the valley. Deep down in the valley. 
And the life that we carry there is very little. That's why it is said you grow up in the darkness like a blind man. But your status is from that tip of the tail which we have in Mooladhara. You can move up, 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 up to the Sahasara where we have the thousand hooded serpents called Adishesh. Sahasara, isn't it? It is called Sahasara. From Sahasara to Mooladhara there is the Distance and from Mulazara to Sahasara there is the ascent. This ascent and descent is what a man of knowledge consciously does, covering the scope of Narayana. I was speaking to you yesterday of Narayana. Isn't it? Narayana is nothing but to Dakshinayana he descends, to Uttarayana he ascends. What is Dakshinayana? As you wake up in the morning, you keep on getting into objectivity, into the thick of activity, and by the evening you return back. So Uttarayana starts in the evening. Dakshinayana starts in the morning. Isn't it? What we see as light is called darkness in, in yoga. <coughs> what we see as light is seen as darkness. What is seen as darkness is seen as subjective light. That's why we, during the night hours you get back and you reach your original state. So daily happens and also annually it happens. Monthly it happens. Monthly there is increasing light towards full moon where there is more and more objectivity. And then from full moon to new moon you get back into subjectivity and there is a no moon state where there is no more mind and you experience the beauty of the subjective light. That's how in a day there is an expansion and again a contraction. During the month there is an expansion, there is a contraction. During the year there is what we call Uttarayana, Dakshinayana. Through Dakshinayana you descend into matter. From Aries to Libra you descend. From Libra to Aries again you descend. From Chaitra Masa to Sarat you descend. From Sarat again to Meena and Mesha. You keep on ascending. And we are now reaching that point where the ascent is much more, much more tangible as we touch 22nd December. So this path of descending and path of ascending, both are equally important. Just like you are going to the into the town during the day to do the work. It is important. And it is equally important for you to come back home. Isn't it? How long you go and stay outside? You have to come back. So this getting out and coming back, getting out and coming back, that's what we say, is a cyclical way. But in the whole game, if you are compelled to get out and compelled to come back, it is no more a pleasure. But if you have the facility of doing it with freedom, with love, with knowledge, then you have the joy of doing it. Therefore, all these practices have come to be that each man by himself is essentially divine. And as he enters into this triangle, he forgets the will of God. <coughs> That's the whole thing. 
Just like the son does not obey anymore the father and tries to do things on his own and get into problems. That is what we see in many stories. There are sons who do not toe the line of the parent and then fall into problems. And there are sons who toe the line of the father and get themselves fulfilled. That's why we have the story of Ramayana. Isn't it? Pitruvakya Paripalana. By doing that he has fulfilled himself. Like that by following the elders, their advice. There are people who have fulfilled themselves. There are those who try to experiment their life and bind their life. If you pitch upon the will of God by yourself, it is already a big luck. When you do not know how to pitch upon the will of God, what we have you to do, we have to do the prayers. We have to pray to know the will of God. Why do you jump into action without knowing the will of God? That is the reason this race, the Indian race, is said to be blessed because they are given Gayatri. Gayatri is given to us and most of us do not really know what it is and how to relate with it and how to derive the very best benefit of it. The purpose of Gayatri is to ensure that our will is stimulated in tune with the will of God. We meditate upon that light which is beyond the central sun. See, our sun, the light that comes to us through our sun, is not the light that he is giving. It is coming to him from a higher sun whom we call Savitru. He is the central sun that distributes light to twelve solar systems. That Savitru, that light is not Savitru's light, it is coming from higher circles called cosmic and called Aditya. From Aditya to Savita, Savita to Surya, from Surya to us we are receiving light. We are in the fourth state. Beyond Aditya there is Aditi, the universal light. That is what we call Gayatri. That is what we call Saraswati. That is what we call the Divine Mother. The Divine Mother through Aditya the light is transmitted to Savitru and from Savitru it is received from Sun by Sun and from Sun we receive the light. So what is the reservoir for all this light? It is the universal consciousness and it reaches up to you because you are the individual consciousness, pulsating consciousness. So when you relate to the universal pool of consciousness, oceanic consciousness, and you get filled with that light into you when you chant Gayatri, if you know how to consciously do it, but if you mechanically do it, nothing. Mostly we we just put everything to a mechanic. That's why no one is enlightened by chanting Gayatri, isn't it? But if, you, if, if Gayatri is chanted, all your centers are illuminated. Why? Because you are afresh receiving light from the very source of light. Bhargodeva means the, the, the Deva Asya Bhargas, meaning all those effulgent senses of light in the universe. The Lord to it is called Bharga Asya Deva. It is the Deva Asya Bhargas, meaning 
of the bhagat is the lord it is him it is neither mother nor father that light maya the cosmic sun called aditya this central sun called savitru and our sun called surya through them it reaches into us in our forehead and fills the whole system do we do that process consciously when we child gayatri because our master said you chant if we chant nasha if you if you you should do like that not knowing how to do you should do it it doesn't work not knowing if you start cooking when this does not come through we don't know how to cook you should learn how to cook and do it and just doing it mechanically doesn't help so therefore the morning prayers or morning meditation is meant to relate to the will of god once the will of god is known at least we know what to do what not to do isn't it we would know where to do where not to do isn't it where are we to do what is important if place is important the quality the quality of action is important so where and what should be known then the knowledge knowledge also comes from it once the will is aligned through that aligned will the knowledge flows in you don't have to make separate efforts that's why lord krishna says in seventh chapter of bhagavad gita stay aligned with me and knowledge comes to you Yes, when you stay aligned with me, the will flows, the knowledge flows, the ability to act also flows. That's the beauty. Because the one who is Parabrahman, it is his energy that flows through the Brahma, Vishnu, Maheshwara. So once you are aligning with the will, the will brings knowledge, the will also brings the ability to act. that how great beings they are able to do such work at a global level to to evolve to enable people to evolve because they are in tune with will of god the show vishwamitra has helped this creation the show vasistha has helped this the beings of this creation that is how agastya the great seer has he is helping the creation all the seers they are always in tune with the will of god so please remember in us we have 3 and 5 and we are beyond the 3 and 5 we are the ninth one we are the ninth one that descends into this eight nine is given the number for the soul 10 is the number of god 10 is the number of god 9 is the number of the soul eight are the layers of nature so if this nine relates to ten it continues to be in tune with it can conduct the eightfold nature without difficulty but if it uh, dealings with the ten and relates to eight nine plus eight becomes seventeen seventeen is again one plus seven eight they are they are bound by nature Yesterday I was telling you that we are bound by nature and we are we are enslaved by our own thoughts all the time because 
we have deviated from the original triangle of thought the holy trinity that so they say the holy triad they say the trimurti we say in the east we say trimurti in the west they say the triad triad means the triple so this triple beyond this triple is the universal father mother that is god below this triple to experience we need we get in if we if we don't get into say for example when we get into barampur we we experience something called barampur between one town and another town there is lot of area where there are no villages no town getting into the town has its own experience but it is also know how to exist from the town like that this pura the deha is called the pura it has eight nature eight four nature it has nine orifices nine exit doors the best exit door is said to be up above but not down below so this is how first you have to understand the human constitution and how you consciously descend every morning from father mother from the male female god as an atman and have your little light which will enable you to relate to the big light the buddhi that is with you as a limited light shall have to utilize for you to align with the big light which is beyond the three beyond the three this technology is what a master of wisdom gives every master gives it for us to go beyond the triangle to go beyond the triangle the triangle exists here we said this is these are this is in the forehead we have in the central part of the forehead and the top of the forehead you have the sushumna nadi starting from here coming from behind then there is on the left we have ida nadi starting and a point above the eyebrow left eyebrow pingala nadi and the right eyebrow these are the two points pingala ida right eye right eyebrow above is pingala left eyebrow above is ida ida pingala sushumna so if you make a triangle like this this three form ichha jnana kriya ichha jnana kriya ichha jnana this is the, the forehead in the forehead the triangle is there there is a central point of this forehead which is which is also called the aperture for, for you to go beyond this triangle the will knowledge activity triangle in the center of it that's where we make our broma actually so through that we can go into the into that state which is beyond the triangle that's where all meditations are done in the forehead all meditations are done in the forehead visualize the triangle visualize the center of the triangle and further visualize that they are moving out of this triangle into into that which is beyond which is all permeating it is omnipresent 
it is omnipotent and it is omniscient. Omniscient means it knows everything. Omnipotent means it is all powerful. Omnipresent means it is everywhere. So, into such an expanse of universal existence awareness, you, you move in. You move in. And so, the meditations are made to receive the will of God, the knowledge and the and the related activity. That is an advanced state of meditation. But where are we? We are stuck in the mind. Because as we get in get up in the morning, we are we just slip down. Just like we take the just like we the children get to a slide and then they slip down, isn't it? In the morning, very morning, right from the most high state, as you wake up, we just slip down. That is what is called samsarana. Samsarana means to slip down. We slip down into mind because we are already busy with our mind. We have so many things to do in the morning. We have to, <laughs> have to do this, we have to do that. All the days work, the pending work, the mobile phone, the, 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 the laptop, And then you are stepping down into the fourth state waiting to you. Fourth grade in terms Third class in terms this is fourth class. Straight, right from the fourth floor to basement, dumb like the sick one. They are not coming down by lift. If you are coming down by lift, it's okay. You can see floor after floor as it comes down. But if you fall, it's a huge fall. It's a huge fall. You fall into the mind and then further fall into tension. You fall into mind and further fall into senses. That's how you get yourself destroyed very early in the morning. Yogonasa Parantapana Krishna. Krishna says, this is how you lose yourself. The composer relation to is gone in the morning itself, isn't it? Very early in the morning, sometimes we get disturbed by the surrounding events, isn't it? Do we get disturbed? Do we take it as with the question, isn't it? Last night we planned that we shall be given hot water in our hotel. And more than three times we told them, please make sure that by four o'clock you give us hot water. He said, no worries, sir, I'll give you, but make sure that you give me a call because I may fall asleep, he said. <laughs> Since we all have this anxiety that we may not get the hot water, even by 3.30 we informed, please switch on for hot water. At four o'clock, there is no hot water. At 4.30 there is no hot water. At 5 there is no, there is no hot water. He says, I have already given hot water, so I have closed it now. <laughs> you have to go for prayer, you want to take bath, and you have a time schedule. 
and uh, you wish to have your bath and there is no hot water coming, you can get very much disturbed, isn't it? You can get disturbed, there is a problem. To get disturbed, you don't need much knowledge. <laughs> to remain undisturbed requires some knowledge, isn't it? Some wisdom. So we, we took it. Ultimately, what we found is he did not give us hot water. Whatever water came is the normal temperature of the water as it existed because what we got from the hot water tap and what we got from the wash basin is the same temperature. Same temperature. Then we just said, okay, this is the hot water. <laughs> Let us have this hot water. So, early in the morning there can be very disturbing factors, but why should you get so fast into the mind before you slip into the mind? Sometimes a fellow like me may get an anxiety. I have asked for doctor to part to pass for, and still Mr. Ramana did not come, isn't it? Mr. Ramana, he is the one who gets up his lady and he gets, they get up very early for us when we come here. Very early, they have to get up at 3 o'clock, prepare some coffee for us and bring you to that part of passport. If it is already part of passport and coffee is not there, already anxiety is captured. Isn't it? And then half passport, no coffee, quarter to five, no coffee. Then there is more and more disturbance coming. That's how it happens. Why? Because you are in the senses. The tongue is the touch of coffee. The tongue is the touch of coffee. So where are you, where are you supposed to be? We are supposed to be as you wake up, as we wake up. Few consciousness not yet inclined to enter into the triangle of activity. That is, that should be our first step. From existence to awareness, to awareness. experience the beauty of awareness. Don't get into the triangular door, because as you get into triangular door, you see a huge field of activity. That is what is called Kuru Kshetra. Kuru Kshetra means, Kshetra means field. Kuru means action. It's a field of action the moment you get into the triangle, if you are into field of action, and you are into action. You cannot but be in action. Where is the hurry? Why can't you say before entering into this triangular activity, why can't you stay for a while? With the help as you wake up, with the help of Soham, you can relate to the to that which is beyond the triangle and be with the pure consciousness and pure existence. That is being with the father and mother. That is being with Shiva and Shakti. That is being with Lakshmi and Narayana. That is being with the universal nature and the universal existence. Universal consciousness, universal existence. Stay for a while. Then they have to wake up, they have to get in, pick up the will of the divine and get in. But don't just uh, drop down like a like a hard potato. If a cooked potato and a tomato is dropped from a room and it touches the floor, it is splashed, isn't it? And smashed. 
so from being pure consciousness we step into will and then we get into buddhi and then we get into mind and then we get into senses when we think of coffee or tiffin or a glass of water into senses so this is there is a, a very decent way of coming down a decent way of stepping down and then a conscious way of ascending again all the steps consciously we are generally an average mundane man is completely shattered into the five senses he is always busy looking for something listening to something or trying to taste something touch something smell something busy 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 because he is in the sense activity running after sense objects so this is already a step below the fourth step fifth step and if you are at the bottom only you only think of your body all the time you are at the sixth step only body all the time body from morning body care body care body care so much body care a body that doesn't stand you for it forever you just take care but complete orientation to body care puts you in down under the basement so from body care to running after self objects and running after objectivities is all mind senses and body objectivities that keep binding us we are somewhere down down the line what is above is is much more beautiful much more splendorous much more joyful and all that is possible with us and that is what we are expected to get in further the only way is first to recollect ourselves as as i said yesterday as pulsating consciousness let your pulsating consciousness by regularly relating to the pulsating consciousness which happens in your heart center you are out of the activity of mind senses and body to start so that you are no more in the basement or in the cellar you are at least somewhere where you have to be as a human from there with the help of pulsation we can slowly make steps into higher realms of life that's where pranayama comes in in yoga pranayama is only it is the only step that internalizes you as yama niyama asana they relate to outer life a stable mind is asana a stable and comfortable mind is called asana sira sukhama asana a stable comfortable sitting is not asana i may be sitting in a comfortable chair in a comfortable manner but if the mind is not at comfort this doesn't give any comfort therefore you have the first three steps related to object to outside exterior discipline the interior discipline starts with pranayama pranayama is the fourth step in the eight step eight fold yoga 
it is the middle step that takes you into the middle of your being that is your heart center that's the middle of your being from there you enter the light and move into the realms of light with the help of pranayama so pranayama the very discipline of pranayama is nothing but observing the respiration and the basis of respiration as pulsation pulsation is the basis for respiration so your ability to as regularly and as as consistently observing the pulsating principle in you enables you to set your mind into a very comfortable posture and it should this is not possible unless you have, you have organized your outer life pranayama is not possible at all for people who have not organized their outer life so that their mind is released from them we do what we have to do we do not the model that this is this should be the attitude the attitude is whatever i have to do during the day i do it more than that i don't want karma neva dikarate ma parishada nashantisa i do what i have to do what happens this attitude is a developed satisfactionate mind A passionate mind running after things can never be at peace. This passion, Udhāsīnavadā. That's what in Bhagavad Gita they say, Udhāsīnavadā. Meaning, you are dispassionate. Okay, I do what is to be done to the best of my ability. That's another. Because, in the field of activity kurukshetra i have to do what i have to do nasha you follow the the rules of the game and do that is the rules of the game are called dharma in kurukshetra you perform according to dharma that's it krishna rama was never touched he is following a dharma yudhishthira He is not touched because he is following dharma. That's why those stories are given. Nala was not touched because he is following dharma. Harishchandra, though there will be so many difficulties, but inside not disturbed because he is following the dharma. So when you do what is to be done, to the best of your ability, the rest you don't have. That should be the attitude. That is what the scriptures tell us. you do your very best in relation to what you have to do don't do other things don't do other things. such one has will not be bothered by mind when he is at home otherwise at home you are bothered by what the problems outside so much of activity the mind is outside always though you are at home your mind is in bureau your mind is in business sitting at home people think of business sitting at home people think of their properties which are elsewhere or land balance and people think of so many things why when you are sitting at home why can't your mind be with you at home sir why because we haven't gained this step of asana asana cannot be gained unless you practice yama niyama 
దశావిధి అహింస సత్యం బ్రహ్మచర్యం అపరిగ్రహం ఆస్థేయం శుచి సౌచం సంతోషం స్వాధ్యాయం ఈశ్వర ప్రవిధానం దీజలాల్ థింగ్ సెలబోధ్యమానియమాసన ప్రాణాయామ ప్రాణాయామ ది మైండ్ డజన్ గెట్ ఇంట్రెస్టెడ్ అన్లెస్ ది మైండ్ ఈస్ సెట్ ఇన్ మ్యానర్ ఇట్ ఫీల్స్ యు ఆర్ ఇన్ ది మైండ్ అండ్ యూ షుడ్ ఫీల్ దిస్ ఈస్ ది మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ థింగ్ ఫర్ మీ టు డూ లెట్ అదర్ థింగ్స్ దిస్ ఈస్ ది మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ థింగ్ ఫర్ థింగ్స్ టు మీ let other things get because it is the only thing that lead you upward that leads me upward the pulsating principle is the only thing that leads you upward if you don't link to it you are led in hundreds of ways downwards if you see katha upanishad in the last but one stanza of the sixth last chapter the upanishad says if you do not pick up this upward moving nadi the rest of the nadis are all downward moving and there are hundreds and hundreds and you only move always downwards always move downwards and tend to get into more and more into mundane and get conditioned and limited so therefore much lad yama suggest much get us think of this concept is the way to get out of this body this is the way to get out of what is called death this is the way to experience who you are as brahman so this upward path is the thing when you are regularly with it you are progressing if you are not you are not progressing you may be progressing in the mundane world but you die today today and he starts all over again all over again that's what i say a goat is going up the mountain eating food eating food eating food it reaches the peak then what it is what is it it does it has to come back so that is only interest in eating things this interest in mundane things even if you rise very high in the mundane world you will have to die you don't go to sky from the peak of the mount from the peak of the mount we have to go further up into the sky isn't it and at the genesis of material experience you have to move into supra material state supra mundane state super mundane state that is possible only when you take to pranayama and that pranayama is is culture fulfilled when you are associated deeply for long duration with your pulsating that is the stage from, from from down below there are hundreds of roots going down there is one root that shoots up and with to to get into that you need to associate with pulsation which you are and thereafter there are regular steps of moving up which we shall speak in the noon time to conclude this this scheme of this this theme of yoga so thank you for your very keen listening it is half past 8 now so we shall have our breakfast and then have the hava and thereafter we shall have one more talk 
we shall regather here at a half past nine. Thank you.